Morning, everybody. Boker Tov. Today is May 2nd. Today is Daf Lamid Dalid. We stopped uh, sort of on the bottom, sort of on the top. I'll just back up a few lines and uh, run into the topic. So, we were talking about uh, the crossing of the Yardin. So, it's. Uh, Tanya. Yeah. Tanya. Three lines at the bottom of the page of Lamid Gimel Amud Bet. Yalla, Tanya, Rabbi Yose, Omer, Beshosha Mekomot Nasu Kohanim et Haaron. Where are they? Kishavru et Yarden, Kshehesibu et Yericho, Ukishehaziruhu lem Komo. Okay, so before we turn, look at the Rashi in the bottom, Kishehaziruhu lem Komo, five lines at the bottom of the page, Rashi says, Beemesh Shalomo, Lebet Kotshea Kodashim, Dichti Vayavo, Kozek Nesrael, Vayisu Hakohanim et Haaron. Right, <laughs> That's not true. Well, that's true. Okay, in Bayit Rishon it was it was a mamasha wall, right? In in Bayit Sheni it was the it was the it was the curtain. Yeah, fine. Vehu karui vehu karui mekomo hamiyuchad. That's the place. That's the special place of Aaron. Yichti vayavu akoanim et vayavu akoanim et Aaron bilit Hashem el mekomo dvira bayit. So this is talking about Bayit Yes, I know. I say it says the the he he talked about the wall between the kodesh hakodeshim and the and the uh, and the kodesh. Right, the Amma wall, the Hotzetzet b'mkoma parochet. That's the the parochet is there was a parochet there, but it's not Hotzetzet b'mkoma parochet. Right, the wall is not instead of the parochet. In Bayit Sheni, the parochet was instead of the wall. In Bayit right. Yishon, we had a wall, and there was an opening in the wall for the parochet. Right? Mm-hmm. But in Bayit Sheni, the, the wall was, 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 was too high, and they couldn't build a wall that, that was without taking up more you know a footprint, which you couldn't do because the Kodesh Kodeshim were done already, so they had to put curtains. So that's what what she's saying over here. So I think that the, there should be a footnote on that because Bimkoma Parochet is not correct. Okay, I don't know. Nobody wants over there unless he's talking about that the wall is there in part. Part of the wall is wall, and part of it is the Parochet. Okay, fine. Anyway, but the Rashi was bothered over here by this. He's printing something. He's printing something. So there was the whole history of where the Aron was from the time of the destroyed of Shiloh. It moved around a couple of times, and then it finally brought it to the. Bet So once the Kohanim nitbelu, they touched their feet, touched the Yarden. The water started to run, flow opposite direction. Yeah. Okay. The water that was coming from above stopped. What happened? Right, it says over here, it was like a like a wall. Kamu nid, right? No, kamu. Nid. That's the end of the pasuk. I'm just thinking. I don't. Kukuf is, yeah, is yeah, it is kamu. But what's the what's the where's the pasuk end? Let's look at this pasuk. Aleph. Let's read it. Uchevonos. I read the whole pasuk on the side. It's two pasukim to get back to back in Yehoshua. Uchevonos Aaron ad hayarden veragla koanim nos Aaron nitbelu bekse hamayim veyarden malay al kol gedotav. 
כל ימי קציר, ויעמדו המים עודים מלמעלה, קמו נד אחד, הרחק מאוד מאדם העיר, אשר מסעד סורטן, והיורדים על ים הערבה, ים המלך תמו ונחרטו, נחרטו, והעם עברו נגד יריחו. So he says over here, that this is actually two פסוקים, that's what happened over here, so it's, it's a chop chop, okay? So, וכבו נושא אהרון עד הירדן, they come now, they step, they step in the water, ויעמדו המים יורדים מלמעלה, the water was flowing from up to, קמו נד אחד, okay? That's what it says. It now says, stop interruption, קמו גובהן, so you tell me now that the water started to stop and start to build up like a wall. Okay, and how high was the wall? Kamu gavhan shalmayim, shnei masar mil, twelve mil. Okay, twelve mil al shnei masar mil. So the the height, the water was flowing, the river was flowing. Water stops. Oh, a mil? How big is a mil? It's approximately a mile. It's two thousand amot. So twelve. It's twenty-four thousand amot. So comes out to twenty-four thousand amot by twenty-four thousand amot. That's what he's saying. Length twenty-four thousand amot. Height twenty-four thousand amot. That's the water that was stopping. Okay, fine. Keneged Mahane Israel. Why? That's the size of the encampment of Bnei Israel in the desert. They were twelve mil by twelve mil. They traveled in a square, right? With the with with the with the what well with the Aron in the middle. So he says, "Kama Gavan Shemayra." She says, "You put mil keneged Mahane Israel. Shayu shnei masar mil, shnei masar mil. Vehem avru kehanayatam. They right. They crossed the river." In the manner of the way that they would encamp normally, right? Rochav Mahanahem Avru Yahad, right? The width of the camp of Am Yisrael, meaning all crossed at the same time, right? Not like in single file, rather in 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 right in encampments. Kemot Shehu Rochav Shnei Masar Mil Nimsu Shelo Lo Shehu Ba Beovran Ela Mahanach Mahalach Shnei Masar Mil Shel Orech Mahanahem Ad Shalu Achoranim Achoranim Shel Sof Mahaneh Kenegdan Gavu Amai, which means. How long did the water need to stand up, upright, for long enough for a length of twelve mil twenty to pass through the river, right? So the water was building up, building up, building up. It got to the height of the twelve mil, right? As the people were crossing, the last guy came out of the river, and then the water went back. So it was twelve mil high because that's how long it took for them to cross. Right. Okay. Piling as they go. Correct. It, did, it just stops and it's building up higher, building up higher, building up higher. Like, like a dam, like a dam, then like a dam, and then they cross, and then the water came back. Right. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that was divrei de biyuda. Amar lo de biyul azab de bishimon. What? Ledvarecha adam kal omayim kalim. What moves faster? Faster. The person walking or water flowing? For sure, water flowing is faster than the person walking. If you tell me it only went up 12 mil high, then that the people were not out of the Yarden yet, and that will let go after 12 mil, it's going to wash them away. What are you talking about? He says three, yeah, yeah, twenty-five times, right? He says three hundred mil was the height of the water because people don't walk as fast as water flows. So in order for that twelve mil people length of people to cross the Yarden, it took three hundred mil height of water, okay? Because the waters were flowing much faster. I kept building up, building up, building up. It was like a tower, three hundred mil. We're talking about tremendous amount of space. 
right, 300 miles high. That's, 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 yeah, yeah, right. So you're this talking about... Not, and This is like figurative, right? It's not real. Well, we'll see in a minute, but yeah, there's, 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 apparently there's a mahluka going on. There must be something. Well, first of all, for sure, we know that the water stopped. There was, there was, there, it was like Kriya Yamsuf. Again, same thing. Almost same thing. One wall instead of two walls. But we know for sure it happened. So now, okay, how far did the miracle go? And you know that. We're already, we're already talking something miraculous. We're not talking about you know, yeah. standard rules. So it's very so possible. It might be literal. I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? It's a miracle at this point. Right. So I learned that, right? Okay. So he says, uh, it got to the height of 300. Now, 300 is a lumber that they a lot of times use for exaggeration. So it's very possible that this one is exaggeration. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, but it's 300 mil. All the people surrounding, all the kings that are in Israel, saw this tower of water, 300 high, three, right? So imagine, it's like a reverse waterfall. The water's flowing upwards, right? Okay, but open pasuk. It says that when it, all the kings, right, on the other side of the Jordan, heard, right, the Amori, the Kanaani, right, that God dried up the Jordan River for Bnei Israel to cross. Their heart melted. They couldn't, they, they had no desire to fight anymore. They don't want to fight against this thing. Okay. Right? Even the Rahav, right? We know the story over there that she told the, the messengers that were sent by Yoshua. Right? Good. So we see clearly that it was, it was accurate that the people in Eretz Kanaan were definitely afraid, afraid of B'nai Israel over here or because of the miracles that were going on. Oh, she's referencing Yamsuf. Yeah. Yes, she is referencing Yamsuf. Yes. Yeah. The government, no, there's another pasuk, right? Odam Biarden Amar Lahim. Oh, so that's the next part. So look at Ashi first before we go on. Yeah. No, no, but there was the, the story with Ahav is saying happened before they crossed oh, yeah, the Arden. Yeah, and, and therefore, that's why the shouldn't reference it. It didn't happen yet. Yeah, so. Right? So okay. Because they say, eh, Pashut, if they were afraid of this, they're afraid of that for sure. Yeah, okay. Say that. Okay. Just back. Yeah. Odam Bayarden. That's where we are, I mean, back in the month. It was, it was certainly mitigated by these other gods they had, though. What do you mean? Just, just saying. That the, the like they had other gods. Of course they had other gods. So I'm sure they were definitely afraid of Bnei Israel. They just got out of... Uh, they were afraid of... Right, right. They were, they were afraid of, of, of Bnei Israel because, again, they heard all about Itziat Mitzrayim. They heard right. about Kiyat Suf. They heard about Tan Torah. The whole world heard about Tan Torah. So, they, you know, they, they... Okay. Odam Bayardin. Okay, so while they were still in the water, You should know why you are now meriting to cross this Jordan. It is because you're going to go inherit this land, it's correct, on the condition that you're going to inherit the land and remove these inhabitants. Right. Okay. Condition. Yes, it's conditional. You have to remove them out. Okay, or Techem actually it says. Okay, no, it says Or Techem. 
Okay, so he says yeah, you should know. Yeah, you should know that if you're going to fulfill your requirement, that's fine. But if you now you to tell you don't want to do it, um, the water is going to just be released right now, and you're going to get washed away. Right. So my but notice the but the word otechem is a very strange word. It's not this is not a pasuk by the way, right? This is uh, I, I don't I, yeah. Let's see pasuk hey. It's the baraita. Yeah, look at look at the pasuk. The pasuk doesn't have that word in it. It says Horashtem et Koyish Arz Venechevi Batem et Kom Maskiotam Vet Kotzamem Basechotam Tabedu Vet Koba Motam Tashmidu. That's the pasuk. So now the Gemara is saying it's in the Gemara, correct? But that's not in the pasuk. I'm saying. So the Gemara wrote it that way. Otichem Otichem. What is it? My Otichem. What does that mean? I don't have a gimel. You have a gimel where? I don't have one there. You have one. I don't. Okay, what does it say? He takes out the yod. He takes out the yod, but the whole mana is about the yod. So what is he taking out for? Okay. Look at Rashi. Shotfin otichem. Rashi says garcinam baraita with the yod. Rashi says davka with the yod. Why? Because when I ask right away, my otichem otiv etchem. It's a contraction. The water is going to wash me and you. We're both. We're over. That's the Yoshua. Fine. Okay. Odam bayarden. Okay. While they're in the Jordan, he says, I want you now to pick up 12 people, 12 rocks. Okay. One, one for each shivet. Okay. Which is probably the, the, uh, the, what he called the Nasi. Yeah. Now she says, let's see. Right. These are the they're going to make this monument. Okay, so each one pick up a rock. Right. So so what's it for? It's a siman to tell the kids, you know, God made this miracle for us. We crossed the Jordan. Said that. Okay. So I said, what? Siman labanim she'avru avot tayarden. That's what it's for. Good. Okay. Odam bayarden. They're still now in there. Amalam Yeshua seulachem mize mitoch ayarden mimatzav ragle akwanim shachen shetem esre avanim ve'avartem otam imachem ve'nachtem otam b'malona shetalinu bo halayla. Okay. It tells you take from here again from the Jordan itself, from the banks, the, the, the riverbed, right? Which is now dry. There's these big rocks on the bottom, I guess. Take pick a rock, and we're gonna take it with us, we're gonna carry it with us to the place where we're going to sleep tonight. So as Mara says, time on. Yahoo, malon, malon. Maybe they're supposed to take these rocks with them every time they stop somewhere. Right? I mean, everywhere they're traveling and going north and south and conquering the land, maybe they need to carry these rocks every time they go someplace. Tonight, wherever you're going to sleep tonight, that's the place we're going to set up this monument. Correct. So he says, these three rabbis, four rabbis, right? No. Rabbi Yudah is saying that the following three rabbis saw it. So was Abba Halafta Rabbi Eliezer ben Matia and Hananiah ben Chachinai Amdu aloto avanim. They stood there. They saw this monument. Shearum kol ahad ve'ahad shekulak arba'im se'ah. Okay. So they said that the weight of each one of these rocks was forty se'ah, which is a huge amount as it is. Okay. Ugmiri we hold the teuna de madle inish lechatve tilta de teune have. 
Okay, mikan ata lamed, ata mechashev laashkol. Since we have a, a tradition that a person, right, who can lift 40 se'ah, or in general any weight, on his own, that's only one-third the weight that he could actually carry if someone put the weight on him. If right. others lift the weight and put it right. on him, he can carry three times the weight that he can deadlift, right? right? right. That's what he's saying. Okay, and therefore, that, and then, and therefore go now and calculate the, the weight of the eshkol, the grape cluster that the the that the uh, the meraglim brought back from uh, from Israel. Before we go into the myth, let's look at the Rashi. So he says like this. Rashi says, uh, Let's see. Umad leinche achatve. Back up, right, right there. She says, "Shadam atzmo magbiho al ketefo ve'en acher misayo." When you lift up something on your own without any assistance, tilta detunehu. It's only one third the weight of what you what, what you can actually handle, right? Every person could technically carry 120 se'ah if other people put the weight on him. The rocks were 40, they, could, they lifted it themselves. So it's 40, you could have carried 120. Eight people will carry the grape cluster, right? They helped each other, so it's really now three times the weight of the forty of, uh, of forty. Say, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Back back to the bana. Okay. So these grapes are so big. How do you eat them? You don't. You stick a you stick a you stick a peg in it. He said, and you turn you turn the knife, you turn the faucet, and the water comes. The juice comes out like a like a barrel. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but the, after that it gets a little small, and then you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Well, the okay. that's how yeah. They did it? yeah, yeah. That's what he says. Okay, fine. Five lines on the bottom of the page. That's the pasuk that says that they carried the uh, the, the cluster right with with poles, bishnaim, with two. Now, what does that mean? Any odea shebishnayim, they carried on a pole. That's automatically two people. One guy had right. on each side of the pole. So why does it have to write bishnayim? I know it's automatically shnayim, right? Matamud lomar bishnayim, bishnei motot. Must be that it's not one pole, two people. It's actually two poles. I don't need to tell you every pole is two persons because that's the only way you can carry the pole. Right. So when I said two, it's not the person, not the people that are on the pole. That's it's the, the number of poles. So that's already four people. Right? Okay? Okay? He says, look at Ashi what that means, the word. What's the matter? They got grapes on the floor? No, that's a dark. That's a big one, too. Figure out how to Okay. Okay. Said it. Okay, Hashem's giving some money for us. Okay. I said, Eddie put his foot on the floor in the middle of the Gemara, and look what came out. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, close. Yeah, close. <laughs> pretty big. Pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. All right. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, What is the beats Hak saying? Turtani u turtani de turtani. Rashi says, Masui u masui tahat masui. What does it mean? He's, he's saying that there were actually more than four poles, more than two poles carrying the uh, the grapes. He says what? Shatahtonim misayinim etayilyonim. 
Okay? Well, because a had hayu shne motot. Okay? So he says there was there was poles, uh, two poles, and the, under the poles, other poles to help hold up those poles. So what does that mean? He says there's a there's no way a pole can hold this kind of weight. Right. So he says there's two poles, right, that are parallel to each other. And there's four people, right? Two on each pole. There's another two. There's another two. Which means that underneath the two that are like this way, there's two that are going diagonal, crisscross, to hold up the weight of the middle. Okay? Right. Yeah, and each one of those has also two people on it. So there's really four poles, two people each, that's eight. Eight people right. carrying the grapes. Right. Okay? Otherwise, the pole will break. Correct. That's, the that's what he's saying. He's not learning this from the Pasuk. Ela pshitale, right? Derimon uteena sagi bishnaim. The Yoshua vekalev lonas uklum. Ufashilu temanyala ishkol. So he says like this. It doesn't say anywhere in the Pasuk that there were eight people carrying it. It says, it says, Vaisa'u bamot bishnaim. So he's not deriving the eight number, right, with four poles and two people each from the Pasuk. He's doing the math almost backwards. He knows how, how many people need to carry a fig. Oh, one guy. How many people need to carry a rimon? One guy, uh, what's left? Well, ten. there was 12. There's 12 guys, minus two, there's 10 left. Right. And uh, Yoshua and Caleb didn't carry anything. They didn't want to get involved with this whole nonsense. So there's eight guys left. The eight guys carried the poles. How did it happen? Four poles to remember. That's what he said. Okay. Now, the Imlav Midrash Harishon, right? He'll not know the love mot ehad ka'amar kra, lo ayinuyodim lechaven, shemona bne adam le masao. He says, once we, the Pasuk opened the door to explain right, that it's possibly right. more than one pole. Right. Then, then now, now, now the door's open. I can explain right. the way I want. Now, I can, okay, fine. Right. All right. Right, It's not only the two, the Shnaim is not the Motot, it's the Masaot. The number of, of, of things needed to carry. And each one was two, it's four poles, eight people. Fine. Okay. Back to the Gemara. So that's what he says. Why not? Most Hashuv. Yoshua is number two to Moshe. Kalev is the Rosh the, 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 of, of, the, of, of Yehuda. He's the Rosh, right? From Shevet Yehuda. He's the king. So he doesn't carry anything. Yeshua doesn't carry anything. Everything else, that's ten guys left. The Ebite No, no, no. They, like I said before, they don't. They don't want to get involved with the whole nonsense. Why they're bringing back these grapes and these things to show them? Oh, it's land of giants, and we can't conquer it. They're making people afraid. Uh, we're out. I'm not carrying nothing. Right? That's another part. Okay, fine. Pligi ba Rabbi Ameve Rabbi Ishak Nafcha. Hadamar ledivre Rabbi Yehuda kehanayatan avru ledivre Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Shimon bezeh harze avru bechad Amar. Ben more, ben more, kehanayatan avru. Most of our Adam kal, most of our mind kal. Okay, what happened? We had a machloket before. How high was the water when when they stopped? Did the water go twelve mil or three hundred mil? Okay, so now it says machloket between Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha. One says ledivre Rabbi Yehuda, which was twelve mil. Then one says kehanayatan avru. They crossed 
the, the Jordan, the way that they encamped, 12, 12 meal by 12 meal, and that's why the water is 12 meal. The other one says, no, and the other one holds, the 300, no, he's saying, there's a mahluk. No, other way around. Kehanayatan is 12 by 12, because that's how they travel, and therefore the water was only 12 meal high, they get out. And, and uh, what about Abish Shimon? Why is he saying 300? Because they, he holds that they went in single file. And it took them 300. Much longer time. Much longer time to cross, so the water had to go. But that, that wasn't the arrow, no? It was an arrow. It fell down if it was 12. No, the other one said, Bishwish. This is a new, there's a new mahlokit over here. They look at this mahlokit, one says it's uh, 12, and one says it's 300. First opinion says, no, you know what they're arguing? One guy says they went. And one guy said they went single file. That's why one said 12, one said 300. And the other rabbi said back, no, no, no. Ben Lemor, Ben Lemor, they went Kehanayatan. Both opinions says they went Kehanayatan. Why is one 12 and one is 300? Water is, travels faster than the people. That's it. That's the Mahalokit. Right? And therefore, one guy said 12, and another guy said 300. Manda Damkal, one but one opinion holds the person can travel faster than the water, the other opinion holds the water travels faster than the person. What about the water on the sides? So the river is a river. Yeah. One side the river is flowing in one direction and the water stops. The water that was flowing keeps going away. And now they so have this water starts so building. The the the, it's like a, the, the river, whole, yeah, the whole width. Water okay. stops, yeah, starts building up, building up. It's really narrow. Depends where you cross, but yeah, some places you could narrow. some of it you could right. skip over. You could yeah, with yeah. one foot. Yeah. You could one foot here, one foot here. Oh, well, it depends also the time of the year. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the time of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yofi. So now so that, that's it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Next. Shilach lecha anashim. That's the point I went on. It was definitely there from the time of Yofi. Okay. Four lines for the top of the page. Shilach lecha anashim. Amar eshlaki shilach lecha midatcha. Hashem tells Moshe, you want to send? Send them, that's, you know, uh, for yourself. I don't need, I don't want. Okay, now, no, time out. Adam zeborer chelek la'atzmo. Right? Well, will the person, you know, do something that's bad for himself? So look at Hashem when he says, Mida'atcha. He says, any, any, ani, any mitzavet otecha. Aval, Yisrael, hem omrim lecha. Right? Kedikhtiv, bat tikrevun elai kulechem vegomer. Ani any ma'akev al yadcha. Right, Hashem is saying, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to do this, I'm not telling you not to do this. Do what you want. Okay? So he says, Klum yesh adam, one more rashi. Klum yesh adam, klumar, ima kadosh baruchut siva, klum haya omelo la'asot davar shesofo lavoli de takala. Right? If Hashem would have commanded him to do this, we commanded him to do something that's going to have a bad outcome. Okay? And therefore, v'hainu dikhti v'aitav be'enai ha'davar. Right? That's why Moshe says, yeah, okay, it makes sense to me, I'm going to send them. Fine. In Moshe's eyes, it made sense. Hashem wasn't happy about it. Okay. They only intended, right, to make, bring embarrassment. Why? So pasuk over there regarding over there that's uh, it's talking about where the uh, the uh, nations of the world were worshiping the sun and the moon and the, bar- and the sun and the moon are feeling embarrassed 
from this idea that other people are doing Avodah Zarah because of them. But the hafira means embarrassment, and therefore, therefore, the word vayahperu lanu etaaretz is the word hafira, translating it as embarrassment. They, they were intended to embarrass Eretz Israel. Okay, fine. Rashi, any Rashi there? Let's see. No, in the boshtash Eretz Israel. Right. Sheila shealu tehila shlo hameraglim. The intention was from the beginning. Not good. Okay. Says Gemara, "Ve'elu shemotam lematir uven shamua ben Zakur." Amar bishak davar ze masoret beadenu meavotenu meraglim al shem maasehim nikreu. He says we have a masoret that these were not their real names. Okay, the names that, that were given over here was a name based on their actions, mm-hmm. interpretation of what they did. Okay, We don't. We lost the interpretation of all the names except for one. One we still remember. What is it? Setur ben Michael. What is that? Setur means shesatar maasav. Right? He went against the action shel Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Michael sheasa atzmo mach shema Israel. Okay, this is lashon seginahor. It's not talking about the Medagel, It's talking about Hashem. Right? He says mach el. He weakened, he weakened Hashem. Setur went against Hashem and weakened Hashem. There's Setur ben Michael. That's what he's saying. Sha'asumah Fine. Amar Yohanan Af Anu Nomar. Okay, you're right. We lost it. Let's try to interpret. See if we can come up with them. He says, Well, I'll, I'll add one there for you. Nahbi ben Vofsi. Right? What is Nahbi? Nahbi Shihbi Devarav Shala Kadosh Baruchu. He hid away. In the word Nahbi, to hide. He hid the words of Hashem. Vofsi, maze vofsi. Shepisea al midotav, shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lashon pesia, trampled on, right? He trampled on Hashem. Okay, fine. Rashi, yeah, Rashi. Rashi says, pisea, shelo amran ka'asher him. He did leg. Rashi says, he jumped over. He didn't say as is. He skipped the truth. That's what he's saying. Okay, fine. Next. Uh, Pasuk says in the chapter where the Meraglim are in, in Israel, it says, Vaya'alu, notice, Vaya'alu, plural form. They, they, plural. Banege, Vayavo, Vayavo, one. has to be, they're plural. They're, they're together. What do you mean, Yavo, Ad Chevron? Amarava, Amelamet, Shepiresh, Kalev, Matzat Meragelin, Vealach, Venishtatech, Al Kivre Avot. Must be Kalev separated out from the Miraglim. He's the only one that went to Hebron. And he went to pray by Marat Machpelah. Amalahin Avotai Bikshu Alaira Hamim Sheinatzel Meatzat Miragilim. Okay, and he went to pray for salvation from the story of the Miraglim. And what, what, where's Yoshua? I says, Yoshua, Kvar Bikesh Moshe Alav Rahamim. Sheinimar Vaikira Moshe Lohoshea Binun Yehoshua. Ya Yoshiacha Meatzat Miragilim. So he already was taken care of, him. so he didn't have to go. Okay, the Hainu Dichtiv, and that's why it says the Avdi Kalev Ekev Haytaruah Acheret Immo. Right, when Hashem says they're all going to die except for Yoshua and Kalev, why? He says why Kalev because Akev had Ruach Acheret. He had a different intention, right? And he went to go pray in Hebron. Next, Sham Ahiman Sheshai Talmai. Okay, so that is the Psukim about the uh, names of the giants that lived in. Hebron, right? Four giants. Okay, so now what do the names mean of, of these giants? Ahiman, what is that? Right, the choicest, 
the most, the, he was, I guess, the strongest or the, the best of the brothers of the of these giants. Sheshai, what is that? Shemesim etaaretz keshehatot. So he, right, he, he um, makes the land like uh, ditches when he walks. Footsteps. Yeah, his footsteps make ditches in the ground. Talmai, that third guy. Shemesim etaaretz telamim telamim. Telam is the furrow that you use when you, when you plow. It's called telim. So also, same idea. He's pounding on the ground. He's so big that he's making these ditches. And okay, Davar Ahir, another explanation. Ahiman bana anat, Sheshai bana alash, Talmai bana talbush. Those are towns, I believe. Look at Rashi. Let's see what Rashi says. I will get one more Rashi. One minute, and then one more Gemara, and then we'll do the Rashi. Yilidei anak shemaanikim hama bekomatan. Okay, that what is Yilidei anak anak. Besides meaning giant, also means a necklace. So why are they calling them anak? Because the sun looks like a necklace around their neck because they're so tall. When you look at them, it looks like the sun is around. The, they're blocking the sun. Right. Right. Okay, fine. Anak, fine. Now the Rashi. Rashi says, uh, up, up, up here. Shemiyuman first. Miyuman. Gibor Hashuva minasmol. That's the okay. The, that's why we call Miuman the stronger one. Fine. Ose etaaretz keshehatot. Right. That's sheshai. She says shemakom raglav maamik baaretz berov kvodo kovdo. Right. That he he pushes down. He's so heavy. Vinikar sham kiguma ukeshehat. It looks like right. Like a ditch. Like a valley. There's footsteps. Lashon sheshai lo purash lanu mai. Right. Mai dami leshehatot. Vinei lashon amude shesh shem kevedim. Why Sheshai is also? Right. He says, because Amude right. Shesh is, like, yeah, because Shesh is marble. Right. Right. So right. So he says, uh, like a marble, like a marble column, which are very heavy, they make a footprint in the ground. Okay. Telamim, Telam Maharesha, that's what I said, right? That's your Ma'aleha Afaru Ma'amika Aretz, right? It lifts up the dirt that's there and pushes to the sides. You have this ditch with the little little hills on the side. Ma'anikim at the Hama bekomatan. That she says migov mirov goma komatan. Domin kiilu savaram nokev veonek benekeb hama yotz abo. It looks like the neck, the sun is a necklace around the neck because they're so tall. Okay, back to the Gemara. Gemara says the Hebron sheva shanim nivna. Right, nivnet so al Mitzrayim. That's the pasuk. What did I say? Nivna nivneta. Okay. Vechevron sheva shanim nivneta, right? My nivneta. What does it mean? It was built. You want to tell me? Chevron was built seven years before Tzohan Mitzrayim. Is that what the literal pasuk is? What you trying to tell me? My nivneta. Email nivneta mamash. Really, you mean it means built? Efshar adam bone bait levno katan kodem levno agadol. Would a person build a home for his younger son before he builds a home for his older son? Because. Uh, because Hebron, uh, we'll see now, he says, "Dichtiv ubene Ham Kush u'Mitzrayim." So, right, Ham, one of his children is Mitzrayim, right? And what does that do for me? He, why would I build the the uh, Hebron right before Mitzrayim? Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, "If was it, levno katan." See it? He says, "Kenaan katan habanim." Shoham haya u'mitzrayim sheni lebanim. Okay, so Kenaan is the youngest son, and Mitzrayim is the second son. So Mitzrayim Kenaan is younger than Mitzrayim. So why we build Chevron, which is in its Kenaan, prior to Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim is the older son. 
Good. And therefore, Ela, what does it mean? Shahita mevune al ahad That it was better, more fertile than Mitzrayim. Seven, Hebron is seven times more fertile than Mitzrayim. Rashi says, mevune lashon evne, ibane mimena. Right? I will have children from her. That's why Sarah telling Avraham to marry uh, Hagar. Klomar miyushevet baperot. Right? It would give me more fruits. Okay, so Tso'an Mitzrayim is not as good as Hebron. That's what we're saying. So, so seven times more fertile is Hebron. Says the rockiest land in all of Eretz Israel that has the most rocks, Hebron. Okay, why the Kavri That's why we use it. We don't use it for, to to plant. We use it for a cemetery because it's uh, it's not so fertile. Okay, now, regarding, you know, fertile land, Mitzrayim is known as the most fertile place. Okay, the Gemara is confused also. That's where it's going. It's a question, right? The Mitzrayim is compared to Gan Eden. Okay? Tzoan is the most fertile land in Mitzrayim, which is the most fertile land everywhere. Okay? Nevertheless, still the Pasuk is telling us Hebron Mevune Ahad Mishiva Bitsoan. That that Hebron, even though it's the rockiest of Eretz Israel, it is still seven times more fertile than the most fertile place in Mitzrayim. Okay? The Hebron period. And therefore what? It's Shebah for Eretz Israel. This pasuk is a praise to Eretz Israel to tell us how 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 much uh, you know yeah how how right how fertile the land is that I'm able to bring fruits okay in in the most rocky place is still seven times more fertile than that's crazy okay so Rashi we have that today right Hebron we have we have Hebron today but we don't plant it I'm saying we have. The, Look, the fer the fertility. Uh, is it so? Is it? Is it brings that much? I don't. I don't know. We don't. We're not planting there. We know that Israel produces tons of produce. Yeah. No question about it. Right? They export a lot of so produce. I think, of him, but, I think of, a, of a dry place. Okay. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly the point. It is. It's all rocky. It's all, all, yeah. it's all rocky. So he says Terashim. She says Right? It's rocky. It doesn't give uh, you know as uh, as much fruit as a fertile land as uh, you know moist moist land. And then the kavre be shachvera, she says, "Look, Arsinan, my ta'ama. We don't have ta'ama, okay? El achi ka'amar, which means, okay, we don't have my ta'ama now. Gemara, so Rashi maybe had it. They took it out. Veteda the terashin he the she'enar uyal leperot kechol she'ar eretz lefichachi chidu alekpurat metim. Right? Why? Why? Why are we using it for burial grounds? It's not as far as everywhere else. Okay. Ki ayu betzuan sarav pasuk shel melech Israel sheshochem paro laazol lo al melech Ashur al ma paro betzuan yati v'sham ochim vakesho paro was in soan must be where he's in the best place. Okay. So back to the Gemara and again this all this pasuk was just shevach of Eretz Israel. Fine. Now has a question. Gemara says Chevron terashim avai is Chevron really rocky land? Haketi vayhi miketz arbaim shana vayomer avshalom el melech elchana vegomer. Right? What is that? He's going to want to go worship, uh, bring my korban, right? That's the pasuk. Avshalom, uh, nun. Let's read the pasuk. Right? I'm going to bring my korban, I promise. Okay. Okay, what does that mean? So, where are we? Where are we? Well, I lost my place. One minute. 
ויאמר רב שלום המלך אלחנן וגומר, ואמר רב אביה ואיתמר בר בר חנן, שהלך להביא כבשים מחברון. אוקיי? הוא הלך, ותניה אלים ממואב כבשים מחברון. אוקיי? So he says, and the Baraita says, if you want to bring a ram, go get it, bring the ram from Moab. If you want to bring a fat, delicious sheep, you get it from Hebron. Why? Because there's a lot of grazing grounds in Hebron, and they feed the sheep over there, they eat a lot, they get good grass, you get a good one. You want to bring a korban, nice juicy korban, go to Hebron. So what do you mean Hebron is rocky? Here we see over here, that it has growth. When I says mina, that's the proof. What do you mean? I did the klisha ara avdarea, shamen, right? Kenaina. What does that mean? Okay, it means that that because it is rocky, so what grows there is animal fodder, grass. That's what grows there. You don't plant your crops in Hebron. Yes, it's very fertile. It grows a lot of wild fertile uh, wild things that you're going to bring your animal to graze on, not things that you're going to go plant because it's rocky. You're not going to plant, you know, your wheat over there because it needs roots. It needs to go deeper. And that. So yes, because it is very fertile for that type of thing. That's why the animals are there. And that's why we went to go to Korban. And that's it's the proof that it was rocky areas. We'll stop here for tonight. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. Yalla, take care.